¿Qué onda? O sea, no es. Trying to connect. Oh. Alright, let me get on my side of the desk. What? Okay, there we go. Is Eric still there? You sure, Josh? Joshy? Yeah. I, where I set it up, I have to crawl underneath the table <laughs> if I can get where I am. Alright, hello everybody. What's up? Let's check it. I, I actually wrote an intro for this episode. Oh, yeah? Let me hear it. Yeah, let me say it. Let's, let's sound, let's, let me sound professional for a second. Take <laughs> my breath. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Can you talk right now? No, I'm just, I'm always like that. Okay. I don't, I don't smoke. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm not putting this on my personal. I can say what the fuck I want on here. I'm, we don't have to watch our voices on this one. Yeah, I'm not, well, not going to post this on our fit art living. I just don't care at all. Yeah, because I was a little, he- I'm a, I was a little hesitant on the locker room podcast because like my, my grandma and my dad were watching the shit. Oh, <laughs> but on this one I can say whatever I want. Oh, I still don't so, care. I have like my family following me on my Instagram. I try to be respectful sometimes. Uh, I don't do that in the house. Like I'm in the house right now, but I'm not like shouting like cuss words everywhere. Yeah, that's true. That's how I am basically. All right, let me read this intro for you. There's a little bit about you. Well, hello. I'm your host, Jesse Carroll, with the Skull Space Podcast. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by food. It's always abundant, unless you're a child from Kenya. Today, I'm joined by my good friend, Josh Cortez. He's a piano prodigy, a skilled businessman, and a believer in the spiritual realm. You can catch him on his Instagram, talking about a wide variety of topics, ranging from Business tips to improving oneself. All right, what's up, bro? Uh, what's your Instagram, by the way? You have two uh, now, right? I'll put that yeah, in the description. I, yeah, I just I made the, the one for my piano. Yeah, it's called Lewd Piano, L-E-W-D, Piano. If you don't want to spell piano, then don't even look it up because Josh is too smart for you. Yeah, Lewd underscore piano, yeah. And then, I mean, my other ones, it, it's underscore Josh with three H's and then two underscores because... There's like a million Joshes in the world, and you have to put underscores all the time. Okay. It, you know what sucks? That kind of like takes away your originality. It's like, no, they're you know, like, like. The fact that you can't use your name? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, At least you feel unoriginal too. You're like, yeah, yeah like, I'm not really Josh. <laughs> literally millions of people just in America alone that have your your name. Right? So, I am definitely not, not the only person. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not special. I know. Like, I was trying to um, yeah. make my. Uh, this what's it called this training Instagram for my my new business mm-hmm. and like I was trying to put it in but like so many different people have so many different t- variations of my idea yeah and it makes my idea feel so obsolete because I'm right. in my head like so many people have thought of this like I feel so unoriginal I know hey, guess what I didn't have to retype Skull of Space podcast not once not one person's name that right all right super original so uh, I have some questions lined up for you all right shoot I think you're a very interesting person, Josh. I think it'd be cool to kind of delve into your mind a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, uh, if my questions seem like they're not going anywhere or they don't have direction, or you'd like to correct me and give me a better version of my own I, question. I, I could literally 
create anything from anything. I'm like a alchemist. Ba- basically, you're God. To put it in short, yeah. right? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not God, but I've, I'm part. You know, everybody's part of God, I think. Yeah, I mean, if God's real, then yeah, everyone's part of God. Or right. God in the sense that we're you're thinking of a different God, right? Yeah, I think that we are created. Like it, like everything, everything in the universe is a thought. And I think of it as like you know, like a, a poet who who makes like a. I think I talked about it before, but like a poet who makes like characters uh-huh. for his like plays, you know. Like and they're all, they're all part of him, and he's that god of that universe, right? Yeah, they're like so, but they're not him, you know. They're just yeah, they're not him, but like they're they embody they're, a character. They're from his mind, right? Yeah. So that still makes him them him. Exactly. If they, that's, that's also a weird thought too. Like whatever thought you think of, that's you. I like that's a part of you. Yeah. Like if you thought of every thought as a baby, like there's so many different variations of a baby you can make with your with your mind. Yeah. That's such a crazy thought. Where do you come up? I've always wondered how you thought of this stuff. Like, what what is it for you? Like, I know sometimes it's me. It's like in the car or something, or just mm-hmm. randomly it'll pass through my head, or if I'm smoking or something, right. I'll like get like this epiphany about like some idea or some weird question to the reality or some concept, right? Like, where where are you when you're thinking of stuff like that? Well, I like to think of it. No, I'm, I'm pretty much always thinking, but no. that that concept that I just talked about. That was, uh, like, I'm into reading, like, universal laws. Yeah. Like, kinda like I like old, this stuff, too. Yeah, like, old wisdom stuff. Like, yeah, that shit's interesting. Ancient Egypt and shit. And there's this one book called, the, I gave you the book, The, the Kabbalion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was actually in that book. Okay. Where, yeah, I think, yeah, it was most likely in that book where it was like, oh, yeah. It talks about, like, uh, you know, like, you know, like, purpose of life, you know, existence and, like, yeah. things like that. And it has like seven hermetic, there has the seven hermetic principles and talks about that. It talks about how we, like, there's the, the all, you know, the highest level of manifestation and how we're all just a thought form. All the universe is just a thought form of like the highest level of manifestation. And it kind of, it makes so much sense. Like, I, I re- actually, I have the notes right here. Oh, uh, cool. talks about, yeah. That's very I'll, convenient. I uh, know. I, I keep this notebook everywhere. We're professional. <laughs> I, I, actually, I wanted the, the parentheses. Because I'm so I'm like I'm, per- I'm pretty paranoid actually. Like, I have like someone just like a bit ripping and like water spilling there or something. Yeah, it's like dude, this thing's like blessed or something. I'm not well, yeah, no, cross my fingers, but yeah, I'm so so glad this thing is intact. But yeah, it's basically like come on, like think about it. How how futile it is for like think of a a, a character in the in a story, right? Uh-huh. You know, you don't see the characters in the, in the story like shouting like. Shouting that they're their creator, you know, I was like, oh, I yeah, am, yeah. you know, I am fucking so my, the author. I am my author, you know. They don't, but but Christian God does. <laughs> no, I think his name that shit. No, the, no, the biggest problems with people is that, like, you know, people are always like, you know, you I see this on uh, in social media, like, you know, people are like, I am God, I am the embodiment, like, like you know, the, who do you know, follow on Instagram that people no, say I'll, that? Well, like, because when I was doing the, the Lucid Dream page, yeah. Like I was, I would go to like spiritual and like you know like those little hashtags, and I'll comment, I'll look after the post to see what people want, what people are posting, like the trends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one of them was like the spiritual one. I don't know which one it was, but it was like, oh yeah. Then you always see this post. I was like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, I'm God. Like I'm, a, I am a goddess. I am a god. You know, like I'm capable of doing anything. Which I get what they're they're, they're trying to say, but you, they go a little bit too far, you know. Yeah, I they think. Take, that's a flaw a lot of people have. Absolutism. That's the right word. 
Yeah, like they take an absolute them. stance in something. I'm a victim of that, but I'm more aware of it, so I guess it's kind of like not as bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're we're all guilty of being a certain trait or quality, you know, for humans. Like we yeah. have all, we have it all. It just depends if you decide to act it out or not. Yeah. What do you think yeah. separates us from normal people? Yeah, dude. I, I found that the, as soon as I start, I judge something. Yeah. Like literally, either immediately or like a day after, like. That same, I, I express that same trait, or I do like that action. What do you mean, express that action or trait? Okay, like for example, yesterday, oh, not yesterday, uh, Thursday. You know, it's like Eric, Eric was sleeping, right? Yeah. You sleeping in, and like, damn, he slept that long because I was, yeah. I was sleeping that long. And then like, literally, like today, I mean, yesterday, uh, I slept like a whole day. And we were just talking about that, like the people you're around affect you, like kind of affect your life. Yeah. Like with uh, my brother. Or my John John and Jarrett. Uh, Jarrett recently went to the Navy. And when he was down here, he didn't want to work out at all because they worked him out so hard in boot camp. He's like, I'm not working out. They're going to make me work out anyway. Right. So then he's down here. And I'm so used to having my other cousin or bro, Chucho. And he would always work out with me. And he was a homie. He'd keep me on track. And then they come down. And I'm like, oh, damn, they don't they just want to party. Right. <laughs> this is, this is, and then I was like, you know, I'll just kind of enjoy myself for a while, you know. He like crap. You want to fuck out one, you know? Yes. Yeah. Play video games, drink, smoke, smoke pot, you know, stuff like that. And now I'm like slowly. Almost every time I restart something, I have to slowly get back into it. But yeah, that's what we were just talking about. So like with Eric, we were saying that like he slipped in too long, and then somehow it wiggled into your brain, and you slept in the next day. Yeah, there's no way that's a coincidence. No, you know what? No, and then it goes. There's two things. It's like the energy, like the the people you're around, like the vibrations. Yeah. You know, I I think everything out of it. Basically, like it's, you know, you're exposed to that certain quality. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just exposure and the overexposure. You know, you you're bound to um uh, get some of it, like rubbed off on you. You know. Yeah. I talked talk about this before, but yeah, you stick your hand in a pot of glue, you're bound to have stuck some some of it stuck to you. You know. Yeah. Anybody uh, watching? If anybody watches this, can you explain vibrations? Fairly quickly? Yeah. Well, 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 about, well, let me just finish this, this what we were talking about before. Oh, okay. Yeah, and also, as well as, uh, I'm talking about, oh yeah, so like, and when you judge something, like, you, you swing, you, like, you, you become polarized, right? Yeah. And then, well, the thing is, when you become polarized, you, you become off balance, you know? Like, you have a charge, and you swing to one side of, like, a pendulum, think of a pendulum? Yeah. Swing to one side, and then you, you're about to swing to the other side. Which is the thing you're judging the whole time, you know? You go into a pride state, and you immediately get humbled by the thing you're, you're judging. And also think is that... Oh, when, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and also think a way to make it more practical is that when you use your internal resources to, to judge something, then you let down your defenses, you know? Yeah. And then and then combine with that like that polarity thing, like the swing of the pendulum, mm-hmm. that combines, and then like, you just you do the same thing, you know? And then you run the person. It's just like, it all combines into one, right? It's like all these little... Things yeah. that happen, right? And you're saying like being around those things or judgment, judging those things, or like causes the pen, pendulum to swing, right? Yeah, because you and the pendulum hard. swinging towards that thing. Yeah. Because, Do you think that's uh that's mm-hmm. because of the wiring in our brains? Would you say? Like, do you think it's mere coincidence that it happens? Do you think it's a a universally like spiritual bound to happen thing, or do you think it's like a wiring thing in our brains? It's a little bit of both. I, I think um uh, like the universal uh I think like universal 
Like the Trinity? No, I'm not going to get, like, too esoteric. But I think, like, universal laws, like, you know, like, things that always, that are, oh, like, like, truth, the truest truth, right? Mm-hmm. Even then, it's, like, a, a big statement of his own. But things that have been the most consistent throughout history, like, those laws, I feel like um, they have practical, like, more more scientific um, explanations, too. Like, you're saying about the wiring in the brain. Yeah. I also think that, that we do have that wiring in the brain. Because I think that, because think about it, when you judge a, a trait of someone else, like, your higher mind, like, you have all trait, all human traits and, and qualities. Yeah. So when you go and judge a, a quality or trait of someone else, you're basically judging that in yourself. And then you start hating yourself, you start judging your, you're basically judging yourself, you know? And then, and then, like, you basically, and then that, that throws you off, you know, because you hate yourself, you know? You're like, if you hate something, like, same thing with hate, you know, you hate someone else, you're basically hating yourself because you have that in you as well. You just don't accept it. That's a that's essentially the idea. Like, let me bring this back to me getting upset with Eric about being. Let's say I got upset with Eric about sleeping in, right? Yeah. It's like, dude, eighteen. Why are you waking up at one p.m.? Right? Like, yeah. why would I? Why am I getting upset about that? Like, why? What do I see in that? Like, because I don't normally do that. Is it because I don't want to be like that and I hate seeing it? So like, I'm I'm a little more afraid of it or upset about it. Because that's something I don't want to be like. Mm-hmm. So I take it out on him. Because I yeah. do, I feel like I do do that, with Eric. Sometimes because uh, Eric's a bigger boy, right? Right. So he's more, <clears throat> way more inclined to be more gluttonous, right? Mm-hmm. And I probably shouldn't care that he is, but I don't know. I just gets under my my nerves a little bit. It's like a pet peeve for me. Maybe, is that something I don't want to see in myself? Is like gluttony? It's something like you, that you don't accept. In, yeah, it's usually something you don't accept in yourself. I wouldn't allow myself to have that flaw, or is it something I don't like about myself? No, something you don't like about yourself. Because think about it, you, you'll do that sometimes as well. Because it's, it's impossible for it to not to happen, right? Like when you sleep in. Yeah, but I, I'm like, like, I'm trying to control it, right? Like I'm actively working on not being gluttonous. Yeah. Like for like, of course I, I'm gluttonous sometimes, right? Like I will have an extra piece of pie, or I'll eat that candy bar or something. Right. I mean, I know I shouldn't have, but like some people do it all the time, and it, there's no like. There's nothing like holding them, like, or, uh, what was it called? Like, uh, it's called restraint. I mean, I some people don't have restraint. Right, they, they don't have the restraint, and you think that, and you don't, and you don't do that, so you understand why you still judge it, kind of? Yeah, but like, because like, I'll get mad at myself sometimes about doing it a little bit, but then I see other people do it a lot. You know yeah, I mean? that's what bothers you. I guess and you, that's what bothers me, you know what I mean? I know, but that's the thing, that you exactly. have to realize that you, that you still have the potential to do that. Like, say if you something... Say something uh, really threw you off, right? Say something like a yeah. big tragic event happened, where it lowered your defenses, and then you be, and then you have the potential to be more gluttonous. But now you have the willpower. But think about what, like sometimes, think about like you were in a completely situation or you didn't have willpower, that you would have the potential to do that, and you do have the potential right now. Yeah. And that's kind of kind of a scary thought for some people, because then you get into like the darker stuff. It's like, wait, I have the potential to like to do this. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you like you do, you know. Like everybody has the potential to do anything, you know. You just it's just human will that 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 would that makes it happen, you know. Or happen or not happen. Yeah. Whether it's present or lacking. And I feel I feel like us both really struggle with our objectiveness. <laughs> what do you or, like it's, it's it's such a burden to be. I don't want. Yeah, because you can't escape it. anything. <laughs> it's so hard to escape anything. You literally can't escape. Like, me looking at myself right now, I'm, like, looking at myself objectively. Like, the way I look, the way I dress. 
the environment I'm in, the things I do. I can't yeah. help it. Like every little thing I have, to, I can't. Cause so many people put a filter on their face. You know what I mean? Like it's always like, oh, you know, I don't care about these certain things and I'm kind of, I'm forced or I'm like, uh, what's it called? It's like I allow things to slip. Like I love, like people who like good housewives or yeah. those housewives of Atlanta and shit. Uh-huh. If you were an objective person, you would immediately look at that and be like, that is the worst show ever. Like that is, that is terrible acting. That is fairly low budget. <laughs> These people get way too much attention. You know what I mean? Like you would look at that stuff or you would just look at anything like the presidential nominees. Like you wouldn't be so like, yeah, you wouldn't with one hard. side. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, you talk trash about Trump, then I'm gonna, I'll, I'll hate you. You, know you just want to care, you know. You're like, like that, oh, yeah. you're not being objective. If you were objective, you honestly wouldn't like any president. Like, you wouldn't like either of them. You'd still yeah, be okay. like, I know, you know, Obama was great, but you're still kind of a dick on certain things. And Obama, I mean, Trump's terrible, but like, just certain things he does that I have to, like, sometimes, like, tip my hat to. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what you mean. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have a charge. You wouldn't be, like, super infatuated or super resentful about And I don't really like Trump at all, but I still find it that I have to, like, just for myself, admit that there's some things that I, I might be wrong about or that I must concede. Yeah, even then, it's like, why, 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 if there, if there was something like, like, let's say extremely wrong, like, why, yeah. why are you gonna let it affect you? Why are you letting some, why are you giving away your power to someone, anyone, you know? It doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter who's in the top, you know? Yeah. In the, the end, you create your own life. And that's the thing a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't like to accept. It's like, no, no, there's a lot of, you know, oh no, these institutions, these people, these, these higher orders, you know, these support, and even like, they, some people even make an imaginary, like, like higher orders, you know, like, like, oh no, dude, there's like, this super secret government agency that doesn't even exist is literally making my life terrible. Like, yeah, they, target, my, they target my specific demographic and psychographic. They target, like, they just, like, just say me, they target 18 year old, 18 year old, like, nine months old, um, uh, adolescent kid. Like with the vaccines and shit? Yeah. Like, the government is actively trying to kill my children. I'm like, I don't think they are. I was like, why, why would why they? Why would they? Why would they? Like, we, we don't even have to worry about it. If they're going to do that anywhere, they'll do it in, like, you know, places that actually, are actually overpopulated, you know? The, their reasoning behind it actually makes their theories make sense. You know what I mean? Like, the oh, people yeah. who are really crazy and they, they build, like, these, like, new world orders in their head. Yeah. Or like they, they, it's crazy. It's like they'll develop the idea of what they're doing, right? And they'll think of a perfect, like, reason why that person would do that to him. So it almost seems bulletproof. You know what I mean? You know it's lunacy. You know it's not true. There's no facts about it. But it's just the way that they contrive this, uh, this yeah, idea. I know people, that's what people are really good at. It's so that's, crazy. <laughs> I know, but that's what humans are so good. The humans are, are like really great at that, making their opinions and like, Theories, yeah, just sound incredibly like, you know, not refutable. Yeah, like think we about can make the, anything uh, true. You know, I, I could say anything, and then I can make it reasonable, somewhat reasonable. You know, like think about the moon landing, right? A lot yeah. of people think it's fake, so the hoax. And their their understanding behind it was, oh, we don't have the right, we don't have the technology, and it would have been way cheaper to fake it and everything, right? Yeah, and just send some rocket out into space that just went nowhere. And and it makes sense because like, oh wait, a lot of people would go, oh. It was in the 1960s. Right. It, the tech, well, like we just made an iPhone. <laughs> we saw. And we haven't gone to the moon back since. Back to the moon since then. Like there's all these things. Like you have a good idea. Like you're kind of right, but you're absolutely wrong at the same time. We <laughs> did go to the moon. <laughs> yeah. We absolutely. We sent satellites to space. 
all the time. And you know what? We don't even break a sweat anymore when we do it. We just I know. Like, hey, send that satellite up there. Just I must, right? Like, I must. He's like, oh, yeah. Just, just put it up there. I'm going to send a freaking some, some shit into space, and I'm going to bring the rocket back. <laughs> and li- make it land exactly. Yeah, we can br- we can actually bring back rockets now. We can reuse spaceships. Like they can land and shit. That's real. That's a real thing. Yeah. Like they go into space and then they land. How yeah. crazy is that? Yeah. We're, People went to the moon. They had to jump in the water. Okay. They were like they pot water potted. <laughs> yeah, they had a good chance of dying. <laughs> yeah, like their chance of dying was like think about being the first astronaut on that thing. They're like, we're gonna go to the moon. It's like. Wow, this has never been tested before. No, it hasn't. <laughs> I know it's basically it's basically like trying to like go across the country, like go like think of like Europe, right? Like the yeah, like yeah, think of like the like the country uh, Europe and like Russia and China. It's like basically trying to like go all the way from like Russia to like the bottom of Africa, right? Yeah, and like a horse carriage, you know? Or no, it's more like trying to in the, go from Europe to Africa in yeah. a thunderstorm through like a hurricane. Yeah, like, their chance of survival is honestly very small, because we kind of rushed the program, like, because we were trying to beat the Russians, so we're, like, scrambling to get it, because we didn't, people don't realize, though, like, we didn't go to the moon out of, like, this love for science, we were just like, we love science, wouldn't it be great if we went to the moon, we were were just like, Russia cannot go to the moon, Yeah, this bad idea, so we were like, let's get all these Germans, it's funny because Russia had like most of the the space progress. I know they did almost everything. That America was like, Dug, like right at the end. <laughs> yeah, we're not on the moon, fuckers. <laughs> you ever play? Have you played Fortnite recently? No, no, I, I totally wasn't at your house like yesterday. <laughs> oh, did you play Playground? Oh, never mind. Well, there's this mode on Fortnite, right, called Playground, and you can die 20 times, but if you get a kill at the very last second, and you win the game technically. Oh, yeah. Like it says, victory royale. So basically, imagine Russia was just collecting 20 kills in this entire game, right? Yeah. And right at the very end, we just, like, dunked with the moon and won the game. Yeah. Like, right at the end, we're like, psych, and we just got one kill, and we won the whole game. And we took all the credit. Like, I know. We, we let them go through all those accomplishments, like, all those probes in space, like, everything, all this technology, research. And yeah. we're just like, we just want to be first because communism sucks. Yeah. When honestly, the public. In the public, we won, but, like, if you actually go to, like, the, like, the space station museums, like, I've been on, like, a space museum, and, like, mm-hmm. like you, you see, like, everything's filled with, like, Russia's, like, <laughs> all their achievements. I know, because you have to go through, like, all these pictures first of the timeline, and, like, it takes a real long time to get to America. It's just like, yeah. Russia, 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 America! <laughs> yeah. Hey, guess what? The guy that wants to send us all to Mars is still not even American. <laughs> It's fucking, I'm gonna oh, be surprised at some last second. It was like some American dude who sent everyone to Mars. <laughs> right. Just because, like, he just stole Elon Musk's idea and just had a little more money. Like, he was, that's basically what America did. We just had a little more money than Russia. Yeah. They're like, we're selling all that steel, so uh, we can go to the moon instead of you. <laughs> yeah. What, what is uh, Elon Musk? What is he like? He's South African. South African, yeah. Yeah. He's African American. I know. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about that. I was like. South, South Africans are kind of weird. When you think they're about it, weird. but I love like them because like, they're bands from South Africa. Really? See there. Huh. Cool. Yeah. But then we think about it, like they're in this like predominantly like black African American like country, like African American like uh, demographic, right? And then there's like these like white guys that live like all the way in the south, you know? I know. I've never understood that. I never understood why there's white people in Africa. 
Because you know there was a big apartheid problem in South Africa for a long time? A what? Apartheid? You know, yeah. yeah. There was a big apartheid problem in Africa. Yeah, I know. In that, Africa. <laughs> in Africa, there was a big apartheid problem. White people are dicks, dude. We couldn't just, we, we had apartheid in America. We are like, hey, whites and blacks did way for each other, right? Yeah. And then even in Africa, <laughs> they had the same exact problem. <laughs> Like, man, we are dicks. Like, America needs to calm down. No, I mean, but Africa, Africa's kind of, they've been like that. Like, the tribes, the different yeah. tribes, they hate each other. Like, they've been in that war for a while. So, there's not, it's not, it wasn't, they had their own part in that, too. I know, I never understood why, like, those, that, like, Africa and a lot of, like, Haitian countries and a lot of tribal people were so far behind, like, Europeans. Like, when. I was going to screw them over. Yeah, like, when Christopher Columbus met, like, the Indians, he was basically an alien visiting Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, imagine aliens visiting us now with all their technology was basically Christopher Columbus meeting the Native Americans. Right. Like, he just out, like, classed them in every form because of, like, intelligence and technology. Like, that's so crazy. Like, why were they so primitive? Is it just their beliefs that led them to that existence, or that point of existence, you know? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I always see balance. So I think they're more like uh, internally advanced, you know. Yeah, like, they're yeah. definitely more at peace with the the body. Than yeah, Christians. and the world on Earth too. Like they knew, like they knew about like med- probably like medicinal. Like uh, I think they just chose the wrong field to study. Like I think at the beginning of all time, the Europeans were like, "Well, no, we have the technology and the war," and then the Indians were like, "We'll have the Earth." <laughs> and the animals. I know they're. I mean, win a war with that bitch. <laughs> and they're like super, super peaceful too. And they're, I know, like, they're so nice. I mean, some of them were aggressive, but right. like when they killed each other, they believed that was honorable. You know what I mean? So it wasn't yeah. like they were just slaughtering each other and it was like this there was violent like act. Like that's who they were. Like leave them alone. <laughs> like they they found peace in like dying. Like it was such an honor to die in war in battle. Right. Like, you didn't, like, people didn't even cry. Like, in Europe, when someone, your son dies or something, they're like, oh, no, it's the end, it's over. Because they don't really believe in God. <laughs> like, why would you cry if you believed in God? I don't get it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But the Indians don't even believe in God. They believe in something that still is kind of around today that I think is even makes way more sense than Christianity on paper. Like, you return back to, like, this realm of existence that we all started from, and then we yeah. gets recycled, you know? Well, like, what if there was only a limited amount of essence in the universe? And it, it gets recycled. Oh, it gets recycled? What do you mean? I mean, you know what? That doesn't, actually, no, no religion makes sense now, now that I think about it. Because the universe is so big, why would it... Because every religion is very small-minded, you know what I mean? Like, because they think that there's, there's like, their I, God I, is just for them. I see what you mean. It's like, there, there is no definitive answer, you know? I, I, yeah. I, like, when, whenever I get asked, it's like, oh, yeah, what is, like, we think, like, I mean, I, I, I text you this. I guess I text, like, what the answer to life is, like, there is, there's no definitive answer, you know. We try to put, it's like, you know, we don't, our monkey brain, the tiny monkey brains can't understand, like, all the, like, think about, it, we, we didn't even know what, like, like, that there was stuff in the air that we could actually, like, you know, you know, like, like electricity, right? Yeah, like molecules and everything. Like, there's air molecules right yeah. in front of me right now. I can't. We had no idea that that existed for like thousands, like tens of thousands of millennia, right? And like, yeah. and you expect us to comprehend like, you know, a universal answer, you know? 
Yes, you think you think two thousand years ago when they didn't even know about germs, right? They created religion so powerful and like eye opening that it's just it works now. Like that's how confident we are in two thousand year old uh uh information. Like damn, you are confident, my dude. Like that's two thousand years old. What if I told you to go to a doctor who was trained by the ancient arts of somebody two thousand years ago? Would you go to him? Yeah, you would. I know, like, like you know, so you had to get like, like, I mean, you know how there's like LASIK eye surgery? Yeah. You know they had that for like thousands of years. They had that for a while. LASIK, like, laser eye surgery? Not laser eye surgery, but like, you know, like trying to like fix the eyes. Yeah. Like remove the lens and then like put a new one or something. Uh-huh. Well, all, all they did before was remove the lens. They didn't have like a new lens to put in. Yeah. So like, but before all the, you know, they used to like just get a pick and just like <laughs> on your eye, you know. And it's funny, like. Mo- like most of the time, it did not work. Like they just stripped your eye. Yeah, I would imagine it didn't. I, I actually, it's honestly, I'm just surprised that you said it almost never worked. Like, did it ever work? <laughs> yes, yeah, so, ever worked. Well, it worked when they didn't get like their eye poked out. Oh, and, so you just had to get a study a doctor. I know, like, but you don't drink, right? <laughs> or have PTSD, please. I don't actually. We don't even know what that is yet. <laughs> you know, you know, like, I didn't even know what PTSD was, and we wanted them. We're gonna use their idea, their framework for religion. And we say Scientology's crazy. I think, I, Scientology's probably better than Christianity because it's more... Uh, I think it's the same thing. Uh, I think any... I know it's the same thing, but I'm saying, like, as far as, like, you, you want, like, the most recent version of a belief, then go to Scientology. Or, yeah. Like, if you if you really need something that bad. Because, like, there's nothing in Scientology that says kill people. Like, Scientologists don't hate gay people. Uh, as far as I know. You know what someone told me one time, off topic? Mm-hmm. This person, I'm not going to say her name, but she was like, because she knows I'm an atheist, right? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, and she's like, Jess, you like science and stuff. Why don't you become a Scientologist? And I looked over, like, are you fucking retarded? <laughs> what did you just say to me? What is Scientology? What is that anyways? Like, what it's is like that? Some wi- Honestly, you have to watch this Family Guy episode where they make fun of Scientology, but actually, like, actually show what Scientology really is. Yeah. Because the thing about Scientology, the only way to find out about Scientology is to be to, like, a certain level. Because there's, like, video game levels in Scientology. <laughs> like, you have to have – basically, you have to ask Tom Cruise what Scientology is. Hey, Tom Cruise, what's Scientology? Yeah, cause I remember Jasmine talking about it. And she was like, yeah, this thing is dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. Basically, it's a way for celebrities to get ta- tax exempted for char- <laughs> charitable donations. That's funny. When they hate Catholics. Imagine – I think Tom Cruise got raped by, like, a priest, and he was like, fuck them, I'll be a Scientologist. That's why he's so short, the trauma stunted his growth. That's why he became a 5'8 doctor. He's actually not short at all. What is, how tall is Tom Cruise, 5'10"? I have no idea. He's pretty like, short, isn't he? He's, actually, he's not that short. No, he's short, I remember. Yeah, but, like, when you say short, like, the like people don't realize, like, 6 feet tall is not normal height. No, he's, dude, he's 5'7". He's 5'7"? Did you look it up right now? Yeah. I, I knew he was short. Because, yeah, like, I, I think his wife is, like, tall, not, or something like that. Like, and, and because when you see him, like, next to, like, like females that are actually kind of tall. Yeah. And he's, like, he's, like, super short. But in the movies, it's funny. It's weird in the movies, the way they angle him. Yeah. And, like, t- take his video. Like, he looks like a very average-sized man. You know what I mean? I know. Like, that's he looks intimidating. But if I met Tom Cruise in person, I'd be like, yeah. wow, I can beat the shit out of you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I can probably literally beat the shit out of you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I know, because I'm... I don't know why, I remember reading the book or something, and it was like, yeah, like, 
Tom Cruise is like so short that we had to like put the angle, the camera angle like a little bit lower, so he looks taller. Hey, but you know what? You gotta give it to Tom Cruise. What are the odds you make it in Hollywood being that tall? That's gotta be hard. Making directors work with you to like make you look better on screen. Yeah. But I, mean, I guess he had like that charisma and stuff. Yeah. Honestly, I would hire like people who are on, like who are like one of those Instagram accounts who are yeah. short. Like, to, like, run, like, Hollywood, like, camera direction, you know? Honestly, there's a lot of short people in Hollywood. Because they, only people who are short have, like, the little man syndrome determination to be that successful, you know? Because yeah. when you're my height, it's not that hard to get along with society and shit. No one really teases you. No one's like, oh, you're short. So, everyone kept telling Tom Cruise short, and he just like, I'm going to shout you out. I'm going to shout you out, right? But yeah. me, I'm like, oh, just you should join a sport, man. You're great. You're like, you're lengthy. <laughs> you know, girls love that. Tom Cruise had to work for that shit. I need Tom Cruise. Yeah, I saw, I saw a video about that, like, about, like, among certain aspects about a person. That just makes them, like, super, like, easy going in, like, um, uh, in a culture or society. Yeah. Like, in America, especially. Yeah, it was about boys and about, like, well, it's about boys. And yeah, one of them is, like, athleticism, which basically ties into, like, your, your height. Yeah. Like, if, if you're taller, like, people are just like, oh, cool. <laughs> Basically me. Uh, everyone got. I got picked for every sport. Everyone's like, "Hey, Jesse, do dodgeball, do volleyball, be be the captain of the baseball on the baseball yeah. team." Like I was tall enough to be the pitcher, the first baseman, like all the good positions I was tall enough for. You know what I mean? But Tom Cruise is like, oh, "You gotta be in the outfield, Tom." I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you're too Tom, short, dude. No, Tom, just sit down. <laughs> Tom, sit down. You can't even jump with the ball. You're too fucking short. Fucking midget. Five eight's the national average, so he's not that short. I'm not, I'm not that tall either. So I don't know. But Henry Cavill's like six one or six two, so I'm sure they had to figure that shit out. Well, I know. I, why do I see him right next to when I started Tom Cruise? Is it like the same thing or something? Yeah, like they almost look the same height in Fallout. Like Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill, but Henry Cavill like towers over Tom Cruise in real life. And you know uh, what? I've never seen a picture of Tom Cruise standing next to someone tall. Yeah, because he doesn't. Have you ever seen him ever stand next to someone tall? Ever? I don't think I ever, like, in him next to a basketball player, any athlete, a tall movie. Like, he doesn't take pictures with people taller than him, I don't think. Yeah, that's what. Like, I've never seen a girlfriend in a movie be taller than him. Like, they're, like, they're always shorter. If I was him, I would pull, like, the Kevin Hart thing. Because, like, in his, like, Kevin Hart's last two movies, his wife has been, like, a literally a legal midget. Really? Like, she's been so short. Like, she just looks really tiny. I'm like, it's the only thing that makes him look normal. Yeah. Because it was that, what was that CIA movie he did? His wife was literally a midget. And then the movie before that, his wife was literally a midget. I think he wanted to stop after he seen it right along one. And he's seen how tall his wife is compared to him. I don't remember, like, any of that. Like, his movies suck. I don't know. I don't expect you to know or watch any of those movies. I wouldn't recommend them. Yeah, I don't. I but, don't. uh. Well, we went 35 minutes, and I didn't ask you one question on this paper. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about anything. Yeah, honestly. I had these uh, trolley problems I wanted to go over you. Those, like, philosophical questions. Oh, yeah, we kind of talked about that last time. What, the trolley problem? Yeah. Well, you go, go again just to make sure it's like not like a different one. I'm right, just read it. Can you tell me? <clears throat> okay, there's a trolley coming down the tracks, and ahead there are five people tied to the tracks and are unable to move. The trolley will continue coming and will kill the five people. There's nothing you can do to rescue the five people except that there is a lever. 
If you pull the lever, the train will be directed to another track, which has one person tied to it. You have two choices. Do nothing, and the five people will die. Or pull the lever and save the five people, but that one person will die. Yeah. What would you do? Okay. I mean, like, honestly, I don't, I don't know about these things. Yeah, I'll, I'll just save the five guys. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you? Like, if you didn't pull it, you'd just be a dick. It's because I'm, I'm more of a, like, statistics guy. Yeah, you know, like, oh, five minus one is four, so four more people to save. <laughs> like, I have probability, like, like, I don't, I already have, like, formulas in my head. It's like, oh, well, if it saves this more, you know, it's like one of those, see, this is the thing, like, like about moral problems. I'm more like a robot when it comes to these things. Yeah. But I think about it, if, like, there there would be, like, so much more uh, progress if a robot did things. Yeah, Cause, honestly, you know, we'd. Because there would be more dilemmas, or like you wouldn't be like, "Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to work that hard today. I'm kind of tired. I worked too hard. I, I partied last weekend." Or robots aren't going to be unenthusiastic about work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not. One day they're going to come building a building. Like, man, I'm tired. I'm sore. They're like, still do it, same pace every mm-hmm. day, day in, day out. Yeah. The, the thing is, uh, I'm talking more about like when it comes to like, okay, so I was thinking about like. Uh, because I was watching this, like, this, uh, I don't know what I was watching. It was about it was about technology and AI. Yeah. I was watching about robots in the medical field. And how in the, when you do surgeries, there's always, like, a, a, a probability, right? Yeah. It's like, well, there's, like, a 30% chance or 40% or, like, you know, they're to give it percentages. But robots would. Yeah. No, they, 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 they always have the percentages. Like, they know the percentages. Yeah. Like, normal human doctors, but, like, um, uh, sometimes they don't carry out a, a surgery. Because, like, say it's, like, 75%, right? Well, statistically, you're better off doing it than not doing it, the surgery. Yeah. Well, sometimes the doctors, uh, well, they basically pussy out. Yeah. And, and they don't want to do it because they're too scared. It's understandable, right? It's a person. Yeah. But a robot well, wouldn't. Yeah, but a robot would just take the chance. Cause and if someone asked for it, like, well, okay, well, I really want it done. They're like, all right, well, let a robot do it then. Yeah. Like, if the, if the person chooses to do it, the robot would just do it no matter what. I mean, if yeah. it wouldn't think it's too risky, it would be like, oh, yeah, same part, percent chance. And you wouldn't, t- yeah, you wouldn't bring that into the surgery room either. Like, the robot wouldn't be thinking, oh, what if he dies on me? This is really dangerous. The robot just does what it's told. Right. That's the difference between a human and a robot. Humans think that there's some grandiose, great thing that is so great that they can experience life. But we're, we're great at experiencing life, but we're terrible at taking or committing action. Yeah, like, like, we're very inefficient when we set a mission. Well, yeah, it depends. I mean, we have a lot of inhibitions as a whole. You know? Well, think about this. Imagine you set up you set up a goal to run for a month straight every day, right? Yeah. So the first week, you're running great, and then you start to slow down, and you have your pivots in your hills, and there's some days you're tired, some days you feel great, you know, but you run every day, and you still complete the goal. Now, put a robot in that place, right? That robot will run... Every day, and he will not be sore, he will not hurt, he will not slow down, he will not stop, he will complete his goal in the most efficient and straight-lined way, right? Yeah. So, so imagine, like, the mission. Can you see me on screen? Oh, I don't even, I don't even check right now. Because, like, we're not, and technically we're not in the car right now, but I can still hear you. I don't know what's happening. That's weird. I'm yeah. calling you again to see if it show up. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sideways, by the way. Uh, okay. So, like that. 
How do I do this? This is like the most awkward thing ever. You know, I'm just gonna leave it right here. You can like flip me over or something. Because I have a laptop and I can't put it the other way. Maybe I can. I'll do this. I didn't look at that. We should have done this before. Yep. Well, yeah. Because I don't, I don't have school Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I'm still going to school. Uh, I'm taking mostly music classes. It's like, uh, yeah, just, just piano classes and a music theory. And then taking psychology, like, on the side as my core class. I'm gonna do that. One core class and then mostly music classes. Cause you know, what, what am I gonna go to college if I'm gonna hate it? You know, taking like three core classes. And not taking what I wanna do. You know, everybody's... Yeah. Every, everybody says to like take your core classes now and then do everything later. I was like, why would I hate my life for two years to do something I want when I could just do it right now? Yeah, basically. Because, you know, that's what everybody else gets told to do. But I don't, I don't listen to people. Unless it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I say I don't listen to people, I mean I don't listen when it doesn't make sense. Like, when I weigh the, I always weigh the options, right? I'm like, does this make sense? Like, I do it pretty quickly now. Oh, like, it doesn't make sense. Do, 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 do. I do it, like, super quick. I do my, 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 my fucking, my calculations, basically. And then if it doesn't make sense, I'm just like, oh, I'll just screw it. I'm very good at just, like, just saying screw it. Or, like, F it, you know? Just like, oh, yeah, I just don't, that didn't mean no sense. I'm not gonna have that. I think I still hear you. Do you? Yeah. Did you ever not stop hearing me? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how we're in the car now because we're not actually calling. Well, we're calling. Well, I think we're in the normal voice call, but not the the video call. Just press the video button on your thing. Or we gonna call you again? No, just press the video button. Oh, no. hard time there, Jesse?
Mhm. Ja. So you know if you're recording or not right now? Mhm. Yeah. I think it's just the the video, the video call, not the the voice. I don't even know what we're talking about right now. Honestly, I'm just lost. Are you gonna cut this out in the, in the like the video of whatever we're doing? Are you gonna post this on somewhere? Or are you... okay? Are you gonna edit this part out? Because it's like, <laughs> oh, because I'm like, oh. No. I feel like kind of pressure. Like, do I say something or what do I do? What do I do here? <laughs> no. All right. Dude, I'm reading this book called the. Well, not reading. I mean, listening to it because it was cheaper to buy the Audible. And the uh, hello, just there. Alright, we'll just finish it like this. Yeah? Yeah, it was annoying. Not doing this shit no more. Alright. So I know for sure it's recording right now. Alright, so you just wanted to do a voice? Yeah, we'll just finish off the voice. So I wanted to do it just voice anyway. Okay. Originally, for my podcast. Yeah. At least until we get better, like, equipment and shit. Yeah, I'm gonna get a camera soon. Oh, really? Because y'all know you're going to start a YouTube channel, too. Yeah. Piano and shit. Yeah, so I have to get the recording equipment. How do you practice that? Are you like, what do you do? How do you practice? The piano? Yeah. Because you don't get lessons or anything. You just learn on your own. I don't know. It's just one of the things you just do, kind of. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, the fundamentals are pretty, like, like, straightforward. It's like, oh. Yeah. You do that, you press these keys at these intervals. Then you literally do that for every key and the 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 scales for that key. It's like you only need the fun, you only need the fundamental, like a scale, arpeggio, chromatic scale, which is basically like just going like through all the keys. And the scale is like it's like this it's a sequence basically. Everything's a sequence. Yeah. All you do is do that sequence and then you get a little bit faster. And that's it. You just keep getting faster at that sequence. To the point where it becomes like you just do it like at lightning speeds, like, like very fluidly, fluid, and then yeah, that's what it's fixing it though. Just yeah, I'm saying that because I try to learn the guitar, and I'm just sitting here like, this is ridiculous. How do people do this without an instructor? And you're here over here learning one of the hardest musical instruments to master. Yeah, I don't, piano I don't, has so many keys. Yeah. I mean, that's basically, but they're the same keys just over and over again. It's like, it's, it's only 12 keys. What, what has more musical combinations, a piano or a guitar? A guitar is pretty in-depth too, to be honest. Cause now that I think about it, there's so many different way, places to place your finger on a guitar. Yeah, there's a 20, like 100, I think. Well, on the normal guitar, it's like 100. Yeah, hard place to put your fingers? Yeah. Like, that's a lot. And you can also, yeah, there's a lot of things. You can, and then you can strum different strings, too. 
So yeah, that's like, techniques to Put a three. You know, I, I thought about this before. I was going to say it's a little more straightforward, though. A guitar, you, you could make it sound really good, like pretty quick. But to, master being that good. It, but to master it, it takes forever. Like, oh. Yeah. And you need, the thing I was talking about guitar, too, is you actually need big hands. Yeah, dude, I don't have big hands. I got big hands. Yeah, so I went to piano. Like, I know. Oh, your, oh. Have your hands got bigger since you've been playing piano? Like, no, they don't get bigger. Bit. Like, just stretch out a little bit. I wish you would have took measurements because that's where your hands probably stretch out a little bit. Or just constantly oh. having to reach over with your pinky on certain like. You probably have a longer pinky now. No, I don't think so. I, 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 think, I think legally you have a longer pinky. No, say. well you more, become more flexible and you know how to like um. Uh, Make it seem like you have a big hand. Oh, really? It's all about flexibility. Anonymity. It's all about anonymity. Hey, no. I want to read you this other yeah. uh, dilemma. I, I put down three. This one really seems kind of interesting. If it's stupid, just say so. I don't want to waste my time on this. I'll, I'll just answer it. Doesn't matter. All right. You, your baby, and your entire townspeople are being chased by this band of bad people who will kill you kill you all if you they find out they find you all of you decide to hide in the secret place and are silently waiting for the bad guys to move away however you know that your baby will cough and the band will hear them then they will find you your baby and the dance people and kill all of you so kill your baby save yourself and the entire town or let your baby cough get yourself your baby and the entire town killed why why is it cough like why is it like I don't know why they like, say cough. Like, why? It's the minute. way more likely to cry, right? Yeah, right. Like, like it doesn't say he has the flu. Like, like most likely to, to shit and vomit himself. I, I would put way more money that this baby will cry before this. I mean, you know what? I've never heard a baby cough. You ever heard a baby cough before? A little bit, yeah, but like. Really? What do they do? I hear they have a vocal strength to cough. Well, they cough. Yeah, would you kill your baby? Around a lot of like kids, so I know they cough a lot. So, Basically, there's a bunch of people trying to kill you, so you take your baby, you, and a bunch of townspeople into a cave, and you're hiding. And if the baby makes a noise, everyone's dead. So, do you kill the baby or do you let everyone die? Okay, so you gotta really think about this one. No, Would you I'm kill not gonna your be, own baby. I know I'm not gonna be like the. Well, I was gonna give like the smartest answer, but you're gonna give me the Eric answer. I'm, I'm gonna give you like the yes or no answer. All right. Well, okay, so I would, okay, then, well, I'll, I'll just, I'll just stick like a piece of cloth in the baby, the baby's mouth, so he would shut up. But, if it was a choice to do it or not. And you have to make a choice, yeah. You have to pick one of the two choices. I feel like, but that would have been a great idea. Yeah. I know, it was one of those, like, uh, the thing about these is like, there's always another choice, it's just a bit, I don't like, I don't, oh my god. Because in these dilemmas, they always give you, like, the emotional and the statistical one. Like, the emotional one is, will you kill your baby, or would you be smart and save a bunch of lives? Right. So, would you be a hero and save everybody and take your baby's life, or would you take a chance with your baby crying? <laughs> Dude, I don't think anybody would let me kill a baby. That's the thing. So, I was like, this is the thing, like, I think this is like, the problems with the moral dilemmas. It's, it's never that simple. You know? Yeah, you, you have to include every, like every, you're, imagine you're in a big old cave, right? And you're all standing yeah. around, and you you're hit, you're holding your baby in your hands, and you look at everybody and says, "Oh, oh, oh yeah, guys, I'm just gonna kill this baby." Yeah, you, know, you gotta whisper it. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this baby. Okay, I'm gonna save us all. 
And somebody's like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? You're not going to kill that baby. And we're like, the baby's going to. But you know, but you also have to think some asshole is going to be like, kill the baby. Right. I'm going to be in the background shouting, kill that fucking baby. <laughs> I want to live. Uh, I have Pilates tomorrow. I don't know. I think it's like the situation wouldn't even happen anyways because you would have just shut the baby up. You know? Yeah, no. Or you would just give him like some like yeah you would just shut him up you'd be like hey and what are the odds like I pull a mist you ever seen the mist the mist well oh, there, there's oh. you probably have it. I watched it, like this movie real clip on Instagram and this dude right this movie and like there's this mist and you really can't see and all there's all these monsters killing everybody right yeah. so there's this dude in his truck with his family and he's sitting there and he has a revolver and it's like his daughter his grandfather and his wife I think right yeah. and he kills them all. Okay. And right before he kills himself, right, the army rolls in, and they're saving everybody. So he kills his family for no reason, right? So yeah. I'm thinking, I'm going to be the one guy who, like, tries to be heroic and kill his baby. You know, I'm just going to be that dick on the news, like, God kills his baby when bandits are arrested by, right before bandits are arrested by cops. I'm like, fuck. Florida. Man of Florida. Florida. Florida is definitely a Florida news thing. Man kills baby to try to save everyone's life, only to find out the cops immediately come in and is, is being charged for mur- baby murder. Because I'm too much of an optimist, like I wouldn't be able to. Like, why did the Why did the guy kill his own family though? I don't get that. Well, because like the, the mist turns into monsters or something. No, or? it doesn't turn into monsters. Like, but there's these giant monsters killing everybody, like dragging them and brutally murdering them. Yeah. So he, th- he thought he was doing them a mercy kill, right? Oh. Their, their truck broke down in like the middle of the fog. And he knew, like, they were fucked. Right? And would you do that? I would not. But I don't think I could do that. I'd just be like, dude, we're all going to die together, brutally. Yeah, I'm like, guys, we're going to die. I don't have the heart. And you know what? Even if someone offered, like, if I was in, the, in that car, and my yeah. dad was like, all right, I'll kill you for you if you want. I'm like, you know what? I'll take my chance as a monster. Right. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I want to go out with a kick. I don't want to be a pussy. <laughs> that is kind of a pussy way to go out. Like, hey, dad, how about you... You all kill yourself and leave me one bullet, and I'll take my chances. Yeah, so what? Well, like you just have to shoot the monster. Well, actually, don't even kill. I don't know why I said that. Don't kill yourself, Dad. Like, don't kill the family. How about we all try to just survive together? Because first off, you're in a truck, right? So like, it's not like they just grab you. Because there's like these tentacle monsters and all this shit. You know, I I almost want to watch the movie now. <laughs> like, you know, that's a better. <laughs> that's a better moral dilemma. To be honest. Watching the movie? No, that the situation I built up. Like, imagine you're in a mist, and there's all these monsters that can brutally murder your family. Do you yeah. want one mercy kill your whole family, or two leave them to face the the horrors? Well, that's like not even a question. It's like, why would I just kill my family? Yeah, but I, then they're all gonna be brutal. Like, would you have the heart to save them from that suffering? I mean, they're just, I don't, they're just about to die anyway. So, what would even matter? I mean. I would think like, but the way they died. Imagine that it's like your little girl there, like you love her so much, you raised her, you didn't want any harm to come about her, and she she has a chance of being ripped apart by like this tentacle monster. Okay, okay, well, I need more 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 details. Of this, how long does it take them to die? Uh, tentacle monsters would be. I'm not gonna say like it's this long drawn out torture thing, but it, it takes like a minute. I mean, it just wouldn't matter in the end, you know? It's just like. Yeah, in the in this in this life, they would care like, oh my god, yeah, my my legs turned apart. But like after that, they're just dead. The just yeah, but it hurts a shit ton at that moment. 
I know, but our bodies, our bodies actually have like a defense mechanism that when they have, when it faces extreme pain, it just like uh, it basically kills itself, kind of. Yeah, I know what you mean. Chemicals. But and then yeah. they just you don't, even, you don't even like notice it, kind of. Like you just it's die. still a shitty way. Like, uh, would you rather me shoot you or I throw you in a pit of monsters and get torn to pieces? Well, if it's just me, then I'll just. Okay, in that situation, I'll just. I mean, if I die or die, I'll just die. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then what's the difference between that and you and your little girl? I know, but it's like, there's other just chances in that miss. You know, I'm in a truck. I, dude, I don't. Alright, next, next question. All this, right, one, this, yeah. this is a toughie. Alright, the next one's called the, uh, this is the trolley. The prisoner's dilemma. <clears throat> you are a member of a gang. You have been arrested with another, with another member of your gang. Both of you are confined away from each other. And you have no way of communicating with the other member. The police do not have enough evidence to convict both of you with major charges and instead offer you and the other member a bargain. You have two choices. You can remain silent or betray the other member and testify that he has committed the crime. I ain't no snitch, fool. I ain't no snitch. So Sounds either it. you both go to jail or one of you, or you testify to get off. Oh, I see. The one where, like, he could do the same thing too, right? So you don't know. Yeah, he could, he could easily do the thing to you. Oh, yeah. That's like, how much trust do you have in your partner? Uh, what I, I, I seen like a video on this is like, why? The weird dilemma about this is, what if the other guy bargains too? Who did he pick? Wait, what do you mean? Like, do they talk to him at the same time? Do you get to go first? Like, it doesn't say if you go first or not. Like, have they, have they talked to your friend yet and then talked to you? Right, and I know. If they still, and if they still, the thing about this, imagine they interview your friend first, and then they interview you. And they and they gave you the bargain, right? Mm. So then in your head, you can automatically assume that he didn't snitch on you. So then that's when you stay quiet, right? Or he goes first. And he snitches on you, and it doesn't matter. Or you both get a bargain, and they have to flip a coin to see who they take, like who's shittier of the two. So honestly, in this this dilemma is kind of stupid. No, there's, there's the same one with like money. It's like um, you could either uh, there's like this one for money. It's like um, so there's like a pile of money there, right? Yeah. But you're like oh, I forgot what it was, but it's basically the same thing. Like if someone someone else could take the money. If you don't take it, or do you, you take it, or do you leave it? Yeah, it's kind of one of that thing. I don't. I think we're missing the overall idea of the of the question. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about the plot holes in the framing of the story. It's about the idea that the story presents. Like, what what, what is honor? Why why would why do you need honor in this life? Like, why should I stay quiet and go to like why should I go to jail because of some can. There's some idea that has been passed down for generations to always honor your friend. You know what I mean? Like, why do I owe my friend 10 years of my life? You know what I mean? Like, if that was you and me, right, what do I owe you? I don't think there's a question about worth. Well, that kind of is. I I believe in, like, I don't believe in it, but I kind of the concept of alchemy. Yeah. How everything is worth, everything has a price. So like the price of you like um uh, turning in your friend is not maybe 
maybe you don't go to jail, but you would uh you would have that like that guilt. You're like a extreme, extreme guilt, you know, because you just like screw someone up for life, basically, or like you, you, you do screw them up for life, but like they're criminal. Like, why do you deserve to go to jail more than your friend does? Uh, see, so yeah. well, I don't know. I kind of went a different way with this. But do you I know what route, I mean? Like, come on. I went around like, oh yeah, but if if like if I was to throw him in jail, I would still like suffer like some consequences, you know. Yeah, but like, you're, thinking too, you're thinking too much like a monkey. It's a problem. Oh, I locked another monkey in prison. No, I'm going to die in sixty years, and no one will ever remember the situation ever again. And if I were to go, then I'd be in jail. So it's like, yeah, um, then you have to waste ten years of life. Like, why do you believe you have to be some sacrificial? Jesus for this man. Like, why do you have to sacrifice your 10 years of your life? Let's say that the sentence is 10 years. Why do you have to sacrifice 10 years of your life for this man? And the thing is, like, if you lock him up, if I lock him up, like, he would, he would hunt me down. Like, I'd have to go win this protection, you know? Say, say it was a lifetime sentence. Imagine he got a lifetime sentence for that. Oh, yeah. So then, then that's another question of, like, if he wants to. That even makes it even more. Yeah, I'm, trying to take, I'm trying to take out this whole, like, revenge thing, you know, or, like, ideas of guilt. Like, you'll, you'll never have to see, let's say you rat him out, you never have to see this man again. Yeah. Like, you testify in court, and that's the last time you see him. Yeah. Okay, the thing is, I'm going in with, like, my knowledge. But the thing yeah. is, I don't know what would happen. Like, I'm, I'm putting, like, having, like, extreme empathy right now. I think that's the right word. Well, basically, yeah, I'm putting so. myself in his shoes. I'm like, wait, okay. So, if that was in this situation, right? Yeah. And, like, let's say I didn't, ha- didn't have my knowledge now. They have like my insight or any like wisdom or anything. Yeah. Because like if I was if I was in a situation now, um, I would actually turn them in because I I would get over the guilt pretty quickly because <laughs> I know what I have processes to get over guilt. Like I know exactly what to do to get over stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, oh yeah, I just <laughs> turn them in because what do I know now? But if I didn't know what I know now, I would I would probably just go like take the sentence. Wait. No, doesn't make sense. I don't know. For me, it's like, I would turn him in, because even if I did feel guilty, you know what's worse than guilt? Being fucking raped in prison. (laughs) That is way worse than guilt, okay? I could eat a tub of ice cream and get over the fact that my friend has a shitty life, all right? Not having a dick on my ass is amazing. (laughs) I think that's one of the greatest miracles of life. Have you you ever experienced extreme guilt? You have to go with, like, specific. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think, honestly, yeah, I have. Oh. Uh, you want me to be specific about it? No, because because I have, too. I think it's, like, I, like extreme guilt is pretty, like, intense. Like, I had some, like, really bad experience. I think I felt extreme guilt, but I don't think I held on to it. Oh, I, I, yeah, I had a situation where I held on to it for months, and it was pretty bad. Like, I, I, yeah, was, I held on to it for years. Oh, snap. Yeah, it was weird. Weird time in my life. Wasn't that was it not intense, or was it like somewhat intense? Mine was mine was like very intense. It, I think I was like supernova, novically intense. You know, like it was like a star exploded, and yeah. you know how like a star, the energy from that star slowly dissipates. Yeah. So now I'm at a time where it's like there's no like energy detectable anymore. Yeah. But it was such a long downhill process. I'm just slowly chipping away and 
Wait, let me just tell you what it was. No, 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 no. No, because no, I don't care about it anymore. And it's well, not like what you think. <laughs> was it just like you like you stole your it's, it's a very weird situation and you have to hear it and understand because honestly I shouldn't have felt I shouldn't have felt guilty about it at all. Is it like is it like a serious thing or is it kind of like one of those like weird things like those dumb things that are like it's like a weird and serious thing. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's all. Trust me, it's fine. It's fine to okay. talk about. It's definitely fine. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna name the person. Okay, but uh, when I was in high school, there's yeah. a female that I was associated with, and I got she gave me this number, and I became very close friends with her best friend, and mm. I never met this person though, right? And this yeah. said person killed themselves. Oh. And I was one of the last people to text them. Yeah. And I cried like a baby. Because I felt like I could have saved that person. I felt very strongly that I didn't do, I, I should have done more to keep this person alive. And that yes. ate me up for a long time. But I, that person didn't exist. Didn't exist? That person never existed. The person that killed themselves was a made up person. And I found that out later. Wait, so who? who okay, but who? So you just mixed it up, kind of? I didn't mix it up. They tricked me. The person tricked me. Oh my god! What? They made me believe that this person was real, so that they could like. What the? Fuck? Uh, this person did this so that they could read, like, get me to do things or say things. Because yeah. the female I was associated with, like, if I I did the math, because I'm I was dumb then, but I'm smarter now. <laughs> like if I ate if I I ate messy one time right yeah. in front of this girl and then the girl that killed herself Ted or allegedly would text me like the next day saying yeah it's so unattractive when boys eat messy and stuff like that yeah. like it was always like her telling me and giving me advice to better my relationship with this female mm. and then looking back at it, I kind of caught on and then I knew that this female that I was associated with had like a messaging app on her phone so that she yeah. could like do that so I I, I, knew, I found out it was her. And I, I typed in her her phone number, and yeah. it was like it was it was a mess. It was like from a different state and shit. Oh. So it was obviously like a like not a real phone. Right. So I found out, and and also this person didn't even mention this in a very important speech of hers about it. So obviously she wasn't real. So I'm very I'm under the impression that she wasn't real. And I was texted a suicide note. <laughs> I was texted the suicide note. And this person who I talked to for like three months left me a suicide note. <laughs> no, they didn't. There's no fucking way. And I never seen this in paper. Okay. And you know what? This person that I was very close to never went to the funeral. Never the funeral never got brought up. Yeah, so it was basically like they were messing up your mind. Yeah, it was definitely, me- but I thought it was real for a long time. That's fucked up. And I I had extreme, like, I woke up some some nights and, like, crying. Like, just crying. I was wake up crying, thinking that I let this person die. Right. And I I just felt so guilty about it. I think I feel like the moment where you find, like, all those, like, crazy people. And I found them. Like, it makes or breaks you, you know? Yeah, it kind of broke me. It it was hard. And even when after I found out that she wasn't real. It still fucked in my head for a long time. Yeah, it's like, what? why did that even happen? Like, why did she do that? Like, I know she's not real, but it's also like, I know for 99% fact that she's not real, right? 
like yeah. just 1% fact that she might have been real and she I might have let someone die on my hands. And even if, even though I know she's not real, theoretically, like, could someone really die? Like, if I'm not, am I not strong enough to, like, keep someone alive? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, was it on you? It's weird. It, it posed a lot of questions in my, it really messed in my head for a long time. It, it took yeah. me a long time to, like, come to, like, peace with myself over it. Yeah. I thought it was a good lesson. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, it was kind of funny. I was, I was kind of stupid. I was retarded for believing that. No, uh, this this also said female said that she was an international fighter and that she traveled the world fighting. And I also to oh, you, like, and she said that she could bench a hundred like two hundred pounds <laughs> when she was lighter than me. God damn! And I, I and the weird part was I believed all this right because I believed in femininity or feminism. Yeah. And I didn't want to be like, oh, you're a liar. Like, my whole thing was I absolutely believed anything she said because I didn't think she would lie to me. And I didn't want to down- underplay a woman's role or abilities, right? And now, like, I'm so, like, anti-feminist because I'm like, women and men are completely different. And I shouldn't be tricked into believing in anything such. Like, we're two different creatures. Like, there's things women can do that we can't do. And there's things women that we can do that women can't do, you know? And I, I don't think we should just put on this, like... These glasses that make us look in one color and try to make all the all people and all different races and uh, ethnicities and that's the same thing races and uh, cultures and countries and all that and put on these glasses that mold them all together. We're all very unique things and people and ideas. I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we I don't accept that. that. You know what I mean? I don't get the idea that we should that we should try to make females like men or men like females or make them like on the equal. Yeah, try to like put them at an equilibrium. Oh, I know, in a different, I know, but we're, they get, they come off the tongue wrong. <laughs> and then like, when people, I think when people try, try to say that. Yeah. Like, even me, like, what I'm saying there right now, is like, they think, like, like, they should have, like, different, like, um, like, rights or something. It's like, no, it's not that. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just it's, be it's, a guy. it's like, you're not, like, you're not a guy and I'm not a girl. That's like, you know, it's, it basically, that's, that's what, it's, that's what people jack. It's absolutely insane. Like, yeah, that's, that's something completely different. It's like, no, I like, you know, if you're a female or male, you're a female or male. Everything, if you want to talk about, like, everything is, like, um, like social rights and stuff, then that's, like, a completely different thing. Yeah, but, like, like I, I understand social rights, but I just think, like, sometimes they go too far, like, this whole feminist movement. Oh, no, they did, they did go too far. I mean, I, I mean, I talked about this before, I think, uh, yeah, they well, yeah, there's, like, a video, there's a video, there's a video on them, um, talking all about, like, um, how feminists did back then. I think, I think it was, um, the old feminists, like, basically screwed everything up. How did they screw everything up? Well, there's a, uh, there's a whole video on that. I'll share it with you. Yeah, I just watched it. But it's basically, they, 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 were, they were fighting for, like, these three uh, these three things, right? It was, like, I forgot the yeah. word, but these three principles they're fighting for. And then they completely threw out the window, and then they just did their own thing, and it became chaotic. And so they, they so they like, they stirred up, um, they gave a bad name for the bad rep for themselves, basically. And now the new feminists are trying to, like, uh, fix everything. Yeah. Cause like even the old ones, like even the old leaders, like, oh fuck. <laughs> like we didn't, we kinda went and I got a handle. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what I, cause that's what the, the main, the main, uh, the person who was starting the video, who was explaining everything, was actually a feminist leader. And, she, and then yeah, she admitted like, oh yeah, we did like a lot of, uh, damage. We fucked up. Yeah.
basically. I think I think they were pushed too hard because they felt felt like you needed to, and they're like, all right, well, we did what we needed to, and then someone picked up the torch and like, you don't have to pick it up anymore. I know. You, you don't have to pick up that torch. That's the wrong torch. Pick up the other one. No, no, no. We like this one. Yeah. Uh, no, don't pick that torch up. Don't don't fucking do it. They're like, no, I, I think I am. <laughs> well, fuck. Well, I mean, what's the worst that happened? Start sixty years of gender war. <laughs> 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 no way, it'll be fine. Twenty years later, men are way superior. Men, he raped me. What do you do? He hugged me. You know, you know gender. I don't know where we're going with this, but did you know that gender, the wage gap doesn't exist? Oh yeah, I know. We uh, we talked a little bit on the locker room podcast, but people don't realize that like men are way more likely to work overtime. They're more yeah. likely to work more hours. And women are less likely to work because they care about uh, work-life balance more. Yeah, because they're they're more inclined to care take care of family and things like that. Because even if it's not their children, they'll try to take care of like parents or grandparents or something. Or themselves, or they want to go out more. Right? And they're I mean, more like, like they're more socially inclined. Yeah. Scientifically, like that. Like, statistically, that they they've shown statistically, that. scientifically, yeah, like yeah, they're like people don't incorporate that. Like people just see, oh, that's seventy-two cents. Yeah, and like, guys go for a high-paying jobs as well, and then I'm women. I'm also not saying there isn't sexist dudes that do pay women less, but it's not on this like grand scale that people are like kind of believe. Because I I kind of fell for that a little bit, because that that would actually be one of my talking points in support of women. And then yeah. I kind of like you have to, re- and I think a lot of women have a problem letting go or uh, what do I say like retracting their statement and saying they're wrong. That's the that's when we start to be like, okay, you're being a little delusional. I can understand you didn't understand at first, but once yeah. you have the information, you shouldn't continue with that that thing. Because that's why I love science. Like you can retract statements. Like there's been five different models of the atom before we got the one we have now. Right. Like and the other ones were slightly wrong, and we accepted that, and we moved on. We made a way better one, right? Yeah. So like imagine the the fem, the feminist model if they kept improving it and taking out bad ideas and putting in new ones. Right. Constantly approving themselves. That's that's the difference between like feminine feminism and science and all kinds of ideas. Christianity. That's a big problem with Christianity too. It's just this idea you can't take out bad ideas and replace them with good ones. Yeah. Or ones that are more scientifically up to date. Like so weird we have to like just stick to our guns. Like that's how it's always been, that's how it always will be. America. Like, it's such a dumb way to look at things. Yeah, that's what you mean. But what was gonna be the, the main topic of this this talk? Just so we don't we don't go off track don't go off track too much. It was supposed to be an interview for you. I was supposed to you did, delve into your head. This is not that much of an interview. This is more like. Well, we ended up just talking. Yeah. I kind I try to take a Joe Rogan approach to podcasting. What was the? Did you only have those questions? The moral dilemmas? No, or I had other questions too. Oh, okay. Let's go. On, let's. Yeah. Let's do that. Let me ask one of the questions then. Alright, you ready? Mm-hmm. Alright, as a pianist, how much does learning the piano change your day-to-day life? Is it strictly artistic, or do you see that part of you seep into your daily functions? Like, are you more cognitively aware? Are you quicker with your hands now? Like, what is it? What's up with... The, how has the piano changed your life? Yeah, I, I get it. So, it, it brings, like, when you when you go into a practice, it usually brings out, like, a lot of parts of yourself, you know? Yeah. And also piano, uh, 
I, I don't know, I mean, everything. I, I'm okay. Everything I'm talking about now from, well, it's related to this question right now is going to be related to the piano. Yeah. So I realized that I really hate being humbled. Like I, it like bothers me so much. Like humbling myself is like extremely hard for me. I just noticed yeah. that. Me too. Yeah. Like, and I noticed that more, like sight reading. I'm really a bad sight reader, right? What's like, that? Reading and playing at the same time. Oh, reading, okay. yeah. I'm terrible at it. I'm like awful. Well, I should say this to myself, but like I, I definitely need improvement, right? Yeah. And like, and I know, I put a lot, and most of the time I just, I just like, I just don't do it, you know? Cause yeah. I'm so bad at it. I don't practice it. But if I keep doing that, I'm not gonna get any better, you know? And I, I just can't accept the fact that I have to be super humbled in that area in order to improve. So like even now, like I, I still kind of struggle with like just doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Even if I know I, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm need room for improvement in that area, you know. Yeah. I'm a super good player. I know yeah, you're, I'm, you're a fucking great player. And I just like, but I just can't read music that well, you know. But that so, helps you, right? Being piano has helped you overcome that a little bit. No, I barely noticed that like recently. You just noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh crap. Well, like I noticed it, but like I, I accepted it now, you know. I was like, oh, you notice something for a long time before you actually do anything about it. Yeah. Like there's a light out of my car. And it's been like that for seven months. And it's been, and it's probably gonna take another seven before I fix it. Right. So, <laughs> so basically that's what you just did. Like, you're like, there's a light broken, but I'm not fixing it. I know, I did. Fuck it, I'm leaving it. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, do anything until it becomes too big of a problem. Or you, yeah, gotta, you, you let it manifest into this big problem. Yeah, or until you're finally just like, you know, you suck it up and you're like, alright, we're just gonna take care of it now. We're basically, we have a small fire in the house, and we're not going to take care of it until, like, it fucking erupts. Yeah. No, I think it's more of, like, of a, like, a, a insect infestation. Like, oh, no, it's, like, just, like, two spiders. Oh, it's, like, yeah, it's two spiders. Two cockroaches. <laughs> the thing. And then they. The next and month, you got a tarp over your house. <laughs> they create, like, literally, like, hundreds of generations of their species. I know, it just cuts to you, like, with your head chopped off with, like, giant ads, like, <laughs> eating you and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Terminate. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that's one of the things that I really noticed. That was a big one recently. Cause I noticed other things too, like typing. And I was yeah. typing. Which is basically the same thing, you know, like, you know, coordination. And I, I was really bad at it and I was like, I really like got really frustrated just like typing. Yeah. Just imagine this, this guy just at a keyboard, you know, like, fucking like, cussing, you know. Cussing at his laptop. His monkey just cussing like, you know, like shouting loudly, loudly at his laptop. At least been me for like the past month. And so like, I got, I, I, was, I got better at it though. I'm like, alright, you know what? I'm improving, you know? I just I improved a lot. You think piano's helped you become more self-aware and improve things about you? Well, that, that's just, that was just one aspect, the humbling part. Yeah. Like being aware of that, that I'm very egotistic and prideful. Then we all are. I mean, yeah. Hard time certain things, yeah. There are certain things. Like, that, I'm like, I would say 70% aware of my ego, but there's 30% of the times it seeps into my, my arguments and my day-to-day life. Yeah, those things that, like, you really don't pay attention to that much. And, and, it's, and it's hard, and, and it's hard because there's only certain people I'll let it, let them point it out to me. Right, because when the, yeah. Like, I would let you point we it just out ignore to me, it. Or Jasmine, I, I, but, like, if my dad or, like, someone I didn't think who was smarter than me told me something, I'd be like, go fuck yourself, man. Yeah. Who are you talking to? 
But someone smart, I would be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I should work on that. And even when it did tell you, like, you kind of just, like, ignore it sometimes. I didn't know that. He, yeah, you do ignore it. You're like, you're like, oh, yeah, you're right, dude. I should totally do that. But you actually, <laughs> it's not enough for you to take action. Yeah. It's just the first step. <laughs> yeah. And you're just being like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, you're right. And you're, you're, you're almost, like, kind of like, yeah, I think you're wrong. But, like, you know, I respect you. Right. <laughs> Until it becomes a big problem, you're like, fuck, you're right. Yeah, eventually you have to face the noise. So that's one of them. I also noticed, uh, okay, you've seen helping with day-to-day life, right? Yeah. Okay, so another thing that helps with day- discipline, like just doing it, you know? Oh, definitely. I would expect yeah, that. Yeah, because I know, I found that I'm pretty good with discipline. Because I thought, like a lot of people don't, like a lot of people don't practice their instruments. It's yeah. Like, well, it's actually like a meme, you know? Yeah. Like, musicians. It's like, oh yeah. You know, gotta practice. I'm a, like, don't practice. You know, I was gonna practice, but I didn't practice for like five minutes today. I think that's kind of ridiculous, honestly. Like, honestly, I can't even. You love what you do, do it. You know. Yeah. I can't. Honestly, like, you're not on the right. Not yeah. The right thing. Is that? No, exactly. It's like, oh, if you're not practicing, you don't want to do it. That's like, nice. I love lifting weights, so I do it all the time. I don't right. just go like, oh, I only lifted five minutes today. You know. It's like if you like commit yourself or you don't do it. What's the point of doing it? Yeah, even with things that are kind of slightly discomforting, like, so yeah, I found that my discipline is like, it's pretty well. Yeah. And I, and I do apply it to like other things, so it does help me with discipline. Like mental, like, mental, uh, what you call it? using brain power basically. Like using your mind visualizing, there you go, visualizing. It really helps with that, cause, um, cause basically there's a, there's a, a practice method using your mental practice, whereas you, you, you practice your instrument in your head. Like you're literally yeah. playing in your head, and you fully visualize the, the keyboard and the, the a song you're playing, you know, or like practice scales and stuff in your in your mind. It's crazy because I, I see myself visualizing more more clearly every day when I do that. Yeah, I actually do that a lot too. Even though I don't play an instrument, yeah, I'll do a just to put this in real quick. Like sometimes I'll just be there and I'll think of like a song like rhythm, like with a guitar and drum beat. And yeah. I've heard so many rock songs now. That I could just take different chords and like different drum patterns, and I can just like kind of recognize them in my, my mind, and I can yeah. create my own patterns in my mind, like original stuff. I'm not right. saying I'm like Mozart, but like it's kind of it's it's more like a fun thing to do in my head. No, it's, it's only if I really commit myself to the moment, and I'm yeah. usually in the shower. Right, it's it's a, no, it's a fully viable like um uh, practice method. It's actually I think this is the best one because when you can actually just do it in your head. You that's that's powerful because you can apply it to anything, not just like that that one thing you're doing. Yeah. You apply it to other things. You apply it to like uh, success. You know, you can like. Sure, I did that. I did that with wrestling. Yeah, like business. I was a big visualizer of my matches. I would try to think about it in my mind first. Yeah. Even when I wrestled you guys in the pool, I was like thinking about things in my head. Yeah, I didn't think about it at all. Like I was just, I was just like, that's the thing, and that you should do. Well, I mean. Pick your battles, but like, you know, you could use it to the things you want to do, you know? Yeah, because I, I would analyze the way you guys would fight each other, and then that's how I would approach wrestling you. Like, I would notice Eric doesn't go for a lot of legs, so I can, I can get closer and keep my arms up. But with John John, I would have to keep a little distance because he's lengthy and he, he likes to jump the legs. So I needed yeah. enough room to be able to push off his head and back up. Yeah. And you were wirely, so I couldn't let you get an underhook. Because you'd what? be really quick. Oh, so I was always trying to keep you from getting the under uh, underhooks. 
Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Like, I just kind of see how I did with, like, jiu-jitsu and wrestling. Yeah. I was trying to do that, but then, like, I didn't have, like, the like the, the, the physical knowledge that you do. Yeah, but I have a physical knowledge. Like, I have a background with that stuff, so it's different. Yeah, and I was like, I could do, like, music or, like, things that I know, too, you know? Like, I, I'm sure you could do that with chess or something. Like, I yeah. have a hard time visualizing chess. Oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty visual in video games, yeah. You're right. Yeah, Any- I like Certain video games, but if I'm not good at the video game, I have a hard time visually. It's only things I'm pretty good at, I start to, like, build this visual image. I'm sure that's with a lot of things, though. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that's one, there's another thing that helps me, that piano helps me with, uh, the visualizing aspect of things. Also, I would say, creativity. Like, you know, allowing your creative, like, um, um juices to flow. Yeah. You. Like, actually, like, like, alright, like giving yourself like a, a like a like these things right these like, these like tools and like these like these like resources and then doing something with them even if they're like and sometimes you're shaking yourself you know giving yourself like similar limitations or like doing things a certain way and be like all right let me try to work something with this so creativity definitely is a big one especially like composing right like when I when I'm or improvising like I've been improvising more and I'm like all right I'm gonna give these chords and do like or like have this idea. And then, like, just do, like, a song with it. And I do it, you know? It's, like, it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, I definitely think uh, freestyling helps me a lot with my artistic things, too. Because it, it's not good to do it all the time, but it's great to get the brain flowing and think yeah. of interesting things. Because you can think of cool things in the moment. Right, not just freestyling, that freestyling as well as composing. Like, actually trying to do yeah. fix thing, you know? I was like, oh, I'm actually going to be serious. Like, do, like, the structure, like, a... Uh, a work, you know, with these, like, these certain uh, rules, you know, or these, like, an, an idea, like, take one idea, make it, like, expand it, like, exponentially, you know, so yeah. it becomes, like, this big orchestra, like, that's what, what composers do, they take an idea and they, they make it, like, this big thing, you know, from, like, a simple idea. So I'm practicing that, so, yeah, creativity is another one. You want to ask something before I move on to, like, another one? You have another uh, aspect that, uh, yeah, um, be more in tune with, like, my, myself. Yeah, I noticed a lot of things, so I'll probably have, like, a couple, I, this is, like, another, I'm giving, just giving you, like, the big ones. So, yeah, be more in tune yeah. with, like, my own inner resources and, like, how I, I express things, you know? Because, like, piano, piano is, like, a very, like, it's, like, a ebb and flow. Yeah. And, um, it's very easy to not, like, to lose that flow, I've noticed. Because, like, there's, like, this... It's basically like an, um, think about exercising, right? Yeah. Think about, think about how hard it is to like exercise when you're not in tune with like, your own body. Like, let's say like when you're repping, right? I know exactly what you mean. Like breathing, like you know you're supposed to breathe out like in the hardest, most difficult yeah. part. Yeah. Like imagine not doing that. <laughs> imagine how hard it would be to work out. If you're out of sync, yeah. Like sometimes you forget to activate a certain muscle. Like when yeah. the bench press, I gotta lock my back, my shoulders, I gotta, uh, arch my back but keep my belt, my butt on the thing. If like one thing's out of line, I'm not gonna lift as much as I know I can. Yeah, and, and you can screw yourself. I mean, in that situation, you can really screw. And I can hurt myself, you know. Yeah. So yeah. So like that aspect. That's another aspect I learned from piano is like being more in tune with yourself, so you don't screw things up, and you're more fluid, you do things more smoothly. And I can apply that to other things in life, you know. Like, like and breathing is like a really important thing, you know. Like people, people forget to breathe properly, you know. Like we didn't teach that in school, like how to breathe properly. I think, 
Yeah, that's not really teach. I mean, you it is if you do sports. They definitely teach you that. Oh. I, I learned that a lot through, like, Muay Thai and stuff. They, like, breathe into the nose, out through the mouth, shit like that. Um, yeah. Like, don't overextend your breath. Don't breathe in too fast. Like, kind of keep a pace. You learn that stuff from sports. But oh, okay. I think they should teach that for, like, because there's a different type of breathing for different types of things. Yeah. Like, there's a certain way to breathe for, like, tests and shit. I, yeah, I just do the anxiety thing, anxiety breathing. Yeah, like for meditation, yeah, it's like different. Yeah. You need to take a really, your breaths, you can't, for meditation, you're supposed to take like really deep breaths, and also slow yeah. breaths, and like quiet breaths. That's the most important, but like, you, you should be not be able to hear your, the sound of your, your own breath when you meditate, because it distracts you. That's impressive. Yeah. Is it? I mean, you just gotta do it. I mean, it's like, I just, I'm just never oh, dude, you are such a good breather. Holy crap. I can't believe you can breathe. <laughs> That's funny that we could like comment, compliment that. That's pretty. It's like, dude, you're so good at breathing, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Like dude, one day I want to breathe like you, dude. Well, actually, it is impressive, like for like swimmers, though. It is impressive, honestly. I, see I, can't, in the water. I can't do that. You see, I know, like you're in the water. I see someone someone underwater for two minutes swimming, like actually doing something. Like, it's not like they're sitting still. Like they're literally like just swimming. But you know, they breathe while they're swimming, right? Like they move their head side to side. No, like head. underwater. I'm talking about like. Underwater. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, I, that's hard as shit. Me and John and I can do, we used to do that all the time when we were kids. That's hard. Yeah, we had to swim underneath. I don't know why we did it underneath the pool, but we'd always did it underneath the pool because my uh, my cousin Jarrett has mm-hmm. like a retardedly great lung capacity, so like he could go like three times back and forth, and like we'd always like try to keep up with him, but it was so hard because I always had asthma and allergies and stuff, so I always had lung problems. But I'm not saying that's an excuse, but that's an excuse. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. I got uh, another question for you. Alright. Uh, you have talked about moving to Vegas. So how about you tell everyone about your mindset around that and how you have so well prepared yourself for this scenario? <laughs> for that situation? Yeah, for that situation. Okay, so it's like, um, uh, I'm like, I'm not giving this, I'm, there's more like a general, like, so my, 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 my process for this, like, for like, I'm, uh, you know, like, I don't like, I don't like being scared of anything, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't let myself be scared of anything. I'm like, like, dude, why, why am I scared? This is BS. I'm not going to be, let myself be like, because it's a choice, right? Yeah. It's like, you can either choose to, to stay like, you know, you know, terrified of like this one thing that really isn't like that big of a deal, or you could do something about it. And I choose to, to do something about it. And then, like like that Vegas thing, it was like I was like I was, I was giving myself a situation like if I were to be kicked out of a house for any reason, like I know it was like it was like a big fear of mine, right? I don't know why. Yeah. I was like if I if I was to get kicked out of something, like I was have a backup plan. It was like kind of like a backup plan. It was like a contingency plan. Like oh yeah, if if my worst case if my worst case scenarios happen, things like that 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 kind of make me anxious. I'm just gonna get, have a contingency plan for them, so I just don't care about them anymore. So that's what I did, like, with the Vegas thing. It was like, if this thing I ever, for some reason, if this thing ever happened, I'll just have a contingency plan. And I wouldn't be scared of what people, you know, and no one will have control over me. No, like, you know, I would have more power over what I do in daily day life and, like, what people say to me and stuff, you know? Yeah. I want to be scared of people. That's, that's such a crazy mindset to have. Like, I, I I don't try to be scared of things, but, like, I can see so, I, I can always think of, like, the negative possibilities of something. 
Yeah. But you don't let that affect you at all. Like you, yeah. you like you know there's negative con like negative consequences for anything and anything can go wrong. But you know the more well prepared you are, you know. Yeah, and I usually have to do like a lot of things, but like things that I just bother you like the most. I think it's best to just I mean they bother you that much. Just have a contingency plan. Like like oh yeah, what if literally the worst thing happened? Like just have a plan for it. And you have to solve a lot of people's problems. Yeah. Like they won't do it just because they know that what the worst thing can happen. So they just don't want that to happen. A lot of people don't just prepare for the worst thing to happen. And then they want to think about it. Yeah, basically. It's like, there's a, yeah, there's they're a, like, well, if, I, if the worst thing can happen, then I want to do it because it probably will happen. It's like, okay, well, not saying you don't know that for a guarantee, first off. And second off, you don't think you could overcome the worst thing possible? You don't think you could have, like, a plan set up or anything? It's like, oh, well, if that didn't work, I could do this, you know? Like, yeah. people don't want to think that for it. Like, I'll have a plan A, but then B is, like, too extreme. Like, that's too far. It's like, yeah, I got a plan A, but plan B, I don't know, man. I, I can't I know. Plan B. And then, yeah, but it's important to add that as well, though. You shouldn't strive for your plan C, your plan B to come up, right? Yeah. Like, you shouldn't make it so your plan B actually has to be, like, you, you, you go for plan B. You should always go for plan A. Like, do the things that you have, you have your, that are your, are your highest values, right? Yeah. But if in case plan B happened, you have, like, a backup plan. But don't focus on, like, trying to make your backup plan activate, you know? That's like, that's what a lot of people do. It's like, this, like, I'm tying this to finance now. Is, in finance, you know, a lot of people save for a rainy day, right? Like, yeah. oh, if something happens, I have money for it. But the thing is, like, when you, when you only have that, when you, um, when you keep that in mind, like, oh no, I'm having this money for if something happens, when something happens. People, that's what people think. Like, oh yeah, when something happens, I have the money for it. If you do it for when something happens, then it's gonna happen. Yeah. But if you have, if so, that's why you should do it for another reason. Like, have the money, like, have a, it's good to have, like, an, like, quote unquote emergency savings. But it's for, like, a higher purpose. It's just, but you should have it for the purpose, like, like giving you peace of mind. Not for the purpose of, if it, when, when it happens, you know? I don't know if, like, I don't know if you, by a much. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, that makes sense. That makes complete sense to me. Yeah, so I don't do it, I don't do it for, like, when it happens. I do it for, just to give myself peace of mind. Yeah, but that's that. That would be great for a lot of people to try. I feel like more people would be willing to like do big, like going to Vegas, leaving your parents' house, going to Vegas to become an artist in some fashion is such a big commitment. And whatever little things that you can do to keep make yourself more likely to do it is fucking impressive to me. Yeah, that's just one of. I mean, like I've I had another one where I was like, all right, I'll just I'll go homeless and I'll go be in homeless shelters. But I'll still go to school. And I, and I think, and I'm pretty sure they give you like homeless benefits. Yeah, they do. You gotta like do stamps and shit. My cousin, John always tell me that. He used to say, you can be homeless, say he's homeless and fucking get free food. Yeah. So that was, that was another option that I, I went, I came up with. Like, I'm not committed. Like, I'll literally be homeless and still go to school. You're, you're so like objective. It's almost, I feel like almost you've reached a higher level of existence. Like you're not on the same plane as everybody. Like, there's, there's things I'll do, but there's, like, there's certain things I won't do. And you're willing to survive. Like, you're, like, a microbe that can survive, like, a billion degrees Celsius. Yeah, like a because you're just so determined. Like, you're just, like, you don't let anything phase you. Like, some people are like, oh, but I can't watch TV and I can't eat my, you know, my cheesecake every night. And you're like, I'll be homeless and uh, I'll do this and go to school and I'll accomplish what I need to do and I don't care. You're like a goddamn soldier. <laughs> like, damn, that's impressive. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm pretty. I'm diehard when it comes to things I I do. Like I, I I'm going to college right now. I live with my parents, and if anything happens, like I get kicked out, parents lose their jobs or something, I'm fucked. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I put all my chips in this basket. Like someone tips this basket up, I don't know what to do with all the chips left in my hand. Like I don't. I can't. I don't know. I didn't have another basket ready to put these <laughs> chips in. Kind of fucked. <laughs> oh gee. Oh. I guess I'll just hold these chips and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's my contingency plan. <laughs> like, fuck it. Anything goes wrong, I'm just blowing my brains out. Because I'm so weak-minded. <laughs> like, I don't really have the will or determination to dig myself out of this hole. <laughs> oh, the, shovel, the shovel's too small. It's going to take too long. Oh, my, my bones hurt. <laughs> my, my bones ain't. Uh, damn, we've been doing this for an hour and a half. Yeah, you think it's a... Uh... Close time? Yeah, I think it's, uh. Unless you have, like, fun, a question that you think we could, like, quick fire right now. Or you want to save them. Uh, you want to quick fire some questions? How many do you have? Because I feel like. Uh, I had, I'll just ask you, I'll just fire off quick questions from my brain real quick and then we'll end it. Alright. Alright, is, is Skittles considered a candy bar? What do you <laughs> Someone said, what's your favorite candy bar? And they said Skittles. Is that a oh. is that an appropriate answer? I don't care, but it's not a candy bar. It's not a candy bar. No. Okay, imagine you you're looking in the hallway and you see a picture frame, right? And yeah. in the picture frame, it's framed the same like a bunch of your family members signed your picture, but yeah. it's actually just a store bought frame with fake signatures around your picture. How would you feel? I I just don't care about stuff like that, honestly. No, like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, my brain's not, not going into that. I, I, yeah, I think, I think it's a good time to end it here. Alright, let's end it. That was a stupid segment. Alright, well, uh, that has been the, uh, Skull Space Podcast. Uh, Josh, it was, uh, it was great talking to you. We actually, we obviously have cool things to talk about. Unlike when we have Eric on the podcast with Locker Room and he fucking just kind of sits there for a long time. It's basically Locker Room, except Eric's not having a placeholder right there oh. to, like, be a dick. So, yeah, that was great. Uh, check out Josh on his Instagram. I'll leave a link in the below. Does a lot of cool piano shit. And we'll definitely have to do this again because I feel like we have so much more to talk about. Right. Yeah. All right, so uh, peace out, dude. Later, man. Have a good one. I mean, I, I could probably text you after.